Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. We're following breaking news this morning. Two separate shootings overnight. The WRL breaking news tracker was at one near a gas station in Raleigh and is now on site at an apartment complex in Durham. What police are telling us about injuries? Plus, more breaking news. The crash that happened around 3 a.m. in a work zone on I-40 in Garner. And you remember how windy it's been the last several afternoons? We'll see that same thing again today, but I'll show you why the pattern starts to change coming up. And access to abortion care in North Carolina could become more strict. We'll break down a new proposal lawmakers will talk about today and also the rallies that are planned in protest. It's a busy Wednesday here as we've reached the midweek point. So glad you're making us part of your routine. I'm Jeff Hogan. And I'm Renee Chu. And bet you're glad you're waking up right now to see this spectacular sunrise. Look at all the clouds and color there. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center with what's going to be another breezy day. It is. We're going to see winds again picking up this afternoon. This morning it's nice and calm. And we're seeing some cloud cover that's moving in in some spots. A lot of the area is seeing sunshine. But take a look at Fayetteville. We have some clouds that have rolled in here. Our temperatures around the triangle area are in the mid 40s, so it's a cool start this morning. At our wind speeds this afternoon, we'll be out of the northwest, steady 15 to 20 and gusting up to 30 miles per hour. So that's similar to yesterday. The difference is our wind is coming out of the northwest, so that's going to draw down slightly cooler air than we saw yesterday, and that's why our temperatures will be about five degrees cooler this afternoon. A little bit of cloud cover showing up on future cast, just kind of on and off today. You can see at nine o'clock it looks nice and sunny, but every now and then we have just a very small disturbance roll through with a quick little shower, especially right around lunchtime, and maybe again another one of those swings through over the evening. Uh, we're not likely to see any measurable rain out of this, but it could be just a quick sprinkle. It's a chilly 37 in Roxborough, it's 40 in South Hill, 47 in Goldsboro, 49 in Southern Pines, and 50 right now in Fayetteville. Hour by hour, we'll only be in the low 60s at lunchtime. We'll keep it in the mid-60s this afternoon. Continuing to track some showers for the weekend, but we're starting to trend a little drier. I'll show you the updated forecast coming up, Brian. It is just about 6.02 right now. We are following that breaking news in Garner. Nia Harden will have more on the investigation out there at 40 eastbound right around Jones Sausage Road with this overnight crash. We still have three lanes that are blocked out there, three right lanes. So traffic is getting by, but we are starting to see some backups from the Beltline interchange to just before you get to Jones Sausage Road. It looks like if you can pick up 40 eastbound from Jones Sausage Road, you're fine heading through Garner. You might consider using 70 business as a good alternate route, leaving South Raleigh heading down toward I-40. Again, Niall will be up in just a couple of minutes with an update from the scene out there. Around the rest of the triangle right now, no other crashes showing up, and our major routes are looking good. Another update in 10 minutes. Following breaking news out of Durham right now, a woman is fighting for her life after a shooting at an apartment complex. It happened around 1.30 this morning on Briar Rose Lane. Michael Grace is there in the WRL breaking news tracker. Michael, what's the update? Yeah, well, Jeff, police and forensics are still out here, and they've been going in and out of this apartment less than 50 yards away from me this morning. And I want to get you to this video of what the scene looked like just a little bit ago. You'll notice crime tape is 
done, is all taken down, but they are still inside that apartment. Now, they did say, one of the officers said they are wrapping up the investigation here at the apartment complex, the Briar Green apartment homes, but this is still an ongoing investigation once they leave. One thing we're still asking police is if they know who the shooter is at this time, and we're obviously going to get some updates on that woman's condition with those potentially life-threatening injuries. So hopefully we get some more answers this morning. Live in Durham, Michael Grace, WREL News. And breaking news out of Raleigh. A man is seriously injured following an early morning shooting. It happened near a BP gas station on Capitol Boulevard and Westinghouse Boulevard around 2 this morning. A man was shot and taken to the hospital. We're working to find out if police have anyone in custody. We have more breaking news out of Raleigh. Police are at a crash that happened in a work zone in Raleigh right around 3 a.m. near I-40 and Jones Sausage Road. WRL's Naya Harden is at that scene right now. She joins us with what she knows so far. And Naya, there seemed to be more to this than just a crash. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. And I'm going to kind of lay out the timeline of what we are seeing. So take a step back here. I'm going to show you what I'm looking at right now in front of me because we are currently in a construction zone where this happened. You can see that SUV that appears to have been uh, involved in this crash and it hit some type of machinery. The doors wide open, the airbags were deployed. In the same area, though, around 4 o'clock this morning, we saw several police and deputies racing down Jones Sausage Road. This was near I-40, using flashlights to search for something, and then they ended up finding and placing a man's hands behind his back, detaining him. Now, where that man went with police, we're not sure yet. We're also working uh, to find out more from law enforcement. They have not explained what happened also, we're trying to figure out if these two things are connected, uh, whether what we saw off of the exit here is connected to this crash is a possibility that we're working to learn. As we get new information about what's happening over here, we'll make sure to pass that along. Naya Harden, WREL News in Raleigh. Access to abortion care in North Carolina could get stricter. Today, lawmakers will discuss new restrictions starting at 12 weeks. Several groups also plan to rally in protest. WRL's Laura Levine is live this morning with reaction from both sides of the debate. Laura. Renee, good morning. Advocates plan to come out here to Bicentennial Plaza today for an emergency rally as lawmakers are meeting right across the street here to discuss the latest abortion ban, as you've mentioned, that is on a fast track. A committee meeting is set for 9 o'clock this morning. This comes after state Republicans proposed Senate Bill 20, which would ban most abortions after the 12th week of pregnancy, with a few exceptions, such as rape or incest. Now, current law bans abortions after 20 weeks unless the mother's life is in danger. Opponents are calling out lawmakers for little to no debate on the proposal. Meanwhile, supporters approve of protections in place for the lives of the unborn. By forcing people to carry, you know, pregnancies to term or pregnancies that they didn't expect or, or you know, didn't intend, um, you know, we're really forcing people into medically dangerous conditions. We uh, typically don't support exceptions except for the life of the mother, but we're willing to accept some of these exceptions because we believe they're narrowly drawn. 
This bill also includes tens of millions of dollars for child care subsidies and adoption. Now, Senate Bill 20 could be on Governor Cooper's desk as early as tomorrow if it moves through the state Senate. Laura Levine, WREL News, live in Raleigh. Several rallies are taking place as groups express their concerns over this abortion proposal. Progress NC Action is holding a rally at Raleigh's Bicentennial Plaza. It's happening from 1 p.m. until 3 p.m. The group is urging people to come out and speak out against the move. And a second rally is happening this evening. North Carolina Democrats plan to discuss how they'll push back against the newly proposed abortion restrictions. This rally is happening from 5 until 6.30 at the State of Beer in Raleigh. It is believed Governor Roy Cooper will veto the bill. He issued a statement overnight expressing his opposition on the abortion proposal. So far, newly turned Republican Representative Trisha Cotham has not commented about the bill. She ran as a Democrat and then switched parties last month. Cotham did not respond to our request for a comment. However, Representative Sarah Stevens said every Republican lawmaker in the House and Senate has committed to voting for the bill. Our NC Capital team is closely following this legislation. You can read the full bill, what it provides, reaction to it, and what is next. Just go to WRL.com. And happening right now in the WRL Live Center, we are following some terrible breaking news out of Serbia this morning. Eight children are dead, including a school security guard, after a seventh grade student opened fire at the school. This all happening in Serbia. Uh, six more children and a teacher have been hospitalized. The student was arrested in the schoolyard. They say the boy fired several shots from his father's gun at students and also the guard. This is breaking, developing news. Mass shootings in Serbia are extremely rare. But again, so far we know eight children are dead as well as a school guard after a seventh grader opened fire there. Michelle, thanks. For the second time this year, the Federal Reserve is gearing up to raise interest rates this morning right after a bank failure. This will be the 10th consecutive interest rate hike since March 2022. The announcement is expected at 2.30 this afternoon. It comes just two days after the collapse of First Republic Bank, the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history. Shaw University will have another month to address concerns with its redevelopment plan. Last night, a crowd showed up to share objections to Shaw's proposal for buildings that are 20 and 30 stories tall. Shaw University leaders call that redevelopment plan an opportunity to update the campus, the amenities, and attract more students. Others are concerned the rezoning will erase some of the campus history and create massive amounts of debt for the university. Muslim leaders are also concerned the university's rezoning proposal will eliminate the campus mosque, which the public says it currently has no access to. The future of the mosque must be decided by the university. Shaw will come back to council on June 20th with a more finalized plan. It is 6.09. We may be stuck with TV reruns for a while. 11,000 Hollywood writers are on strike for the first time in 15 years. How long this strike could last and why some writers say artificial intelligence is among their main concerns. Plus, day four of the search for one of the people charged in the death of Wake County Deputy Ned Byrd. The reward the FBI is offering for information after Aldermarine Sotelo escaped federal custody. And this morning, we're seeing partly cloudy skies and cool temperatures. It's going to be windy again today, but we're focusing on the weekend. It looks a little less rainy for Saturday. I'll go over the timeline on Futurecast. Where are you coming up? As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3.
613, it's a pretty morning out there. Gorgeous sunrise here in Sanford. There are some locations where we're seeing some cloud cover, and we'll have some clouds on and off today, and a quick sprinkle this evening. I'll walk through that with you on Futurecast coming up, but it's chilly in some places. It's 43 in Lewisburg and Tarboro. It's 40 right now in South Hill. It's 47 in Irwin, and one of our warmer spots in Fayetteville, it is 50. It is walk and roll to school day. I love this. I hope lots of people and kids and parents get out and are able to uh, walk or bike or roller skate, whatever you're doing to school, skateboard as it might be at my house. Um, our temperature is at lunchtime 61. Definitely the kids will need a jacket this morning. This afternoon, still on the cool side at 66 degrees, and it will be windy. Coming up, we're going to talk more about our chances for rain this weekend. Brian. Elizabeth here at 614. We're still following this breaking news in Garner of a crash on 40 eastbound just before you get to Jones Sausage Road. Live pictures from the scene right now show highway patrol investigators there looking into that crash. And it looks like we have three right lanes blocked right now. We are seeing a little bit of a delay building as you head away from 440 back toward Jones Sausage Road. About a two-minute slowdown according to sensors. So this morning consider using 70 business as a good alternate route through Garner. And then from there you can pick up 40 eastbound on the other side of that crash. Renee? Two I-40 crashes in two days, keeping you busy, Brian. We have more news to tell you about. The FBI says it has a $50,000 reward for anyone who can help lead them to the recapture of the escaped inmate charged with killing a Wake County deputy. We're now entering day four of the extensive manhunt for Alder Maren Sotelo. WRIA learned his sister is now charged with helping with his escape. Surveillance cameras appear to show Maren Sotelo climbing over the jail's fence in Virginia early Sunday morning. He was seen getting into a red or burgundy Ford Mustang with a 30-day temporary tag. The suspect nor the vehicle have yet to be located. Clock is ticking today for the North Carolina High School Athletic Association to decide on whether it will allow high school athletes to make money off of their name, image, and likeness. The directors are meeting later today to discuss the proposal. Right now it is in the early stages. And as you might imagine, it is getting some mixed reactions from both sides. High school OT managing editor Nick Stevens explains how the chance for high school NIL deals compares to the current college deals is it's probably not going to change much at all. Uh, there will be some of the, the elite of the elite players and some of the big sports that get opportunities or kids that have become social media influencers who might get opportunities. Uh, but for the most part, these NIL deals are going to be small. Uh, you're not going to be seeing a bunch of kids getting thousands of dollars to market themselves uh, as high school athletes. It's just not going to happen. If the move is approved, high school student athletes could start profiting as early as next month. Head to WRL.com and HighSchoolOT.com for the latest as this whole proposal unfolds. We are just about 24 hours into a writer's strike that is bringing the TV and film industry to a halt. Mainly, it is about the changing landscape in the industry, from streaming services to chat GPT. WRL's Ken Smith joins us with why AI in particular, Ken, such a concern for these writers. Yeah, major concern. We've reported on ChatGPT writing school assignments, research papers. Well, Hollywood writers are concerned robots could replace them. The strike is already affecting your late-night television viewing. The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and others ran reruns last night. Coming up this weekend, if the strike still goes on, Saturday Night Live will be a rerun. Both shows air right here on WRAL. 
More than 11,000 riders are really concerned about this AI-powered chatbot because that could be money out of their pockets. NBC News correspondent Marissa Paris spoke with some riders who are really worried about machines taking over not just riding but other jobs in the industry. Where things really stalled was artificial intelligence. Um, and, and we know that riders were asking for some sort of reassurance, some sort of regulation that would promise um, we're not just talking about today's riders, but tomorrow's riders, future riders, that we're not going to have robots doing their jobs. And we know studios really were not interested in making any promises about that, which we spoke to writers on the picket lines today. They said that was very concerning. <laughs> Well, many of the writers Paris spoke with also say it's important to have real people writing stories for and about real people. If the strike lingers, daytime shows, the fall lineup, and the movie industry will feel the effects. For its part, studio executives say they've offered generous increases in compensation for writers, but nothing about AI. Of course, the Today Show will have much more on this writer strike coming up at 7. Ken, thank you. More COVID-19 vaccine mandates will end soon. The Biden administration says it will end vaccine requirements for federal workers as well as international travelers. Changes go into effect May 11th, which is next Thursday. That's also when the administration is officially declaring an end to the public health emergency. Third straight day, we've had a pretty refreshing start in our mornings. And Elizabeth Gardner, the WRS Severe Weather Center, beautiful sunrise. You see it behind me. We'll get to those 80s next week. That is so pretty behind you right now, Jeff. It almost doesn't even look real. We do have another breezy day in our forecast. We've seen that the last several days. We have a small chance of showers. We're going to walk through that and an increasing chance of rain on Saturday. The best chance looks like it'll be down to the south. It looks like it's going to be warmer next week with highs in the 80s. But it's definitely going to be a cool one today. Temperatures only in the mid 60s. So today's the coldest day of the week and we'll end up in the, uh, in the at the end of the seven day forecast with a high of 80 degrees. That's spring in North Carolina for sure. Look at that pretty sunrise there in Goldsboro. Just a little sliver of a hole in the clouds for that sun to come through. We have a look at our Durham newsroom, Chapel Hill, courtesy of Top of the Hill Restaurant and a pretty view of Apex this morning where it's nice and quiet. This is a look at the big picture. This low pressure system yesterday was sitting uh, a little bit farther to the west. So it's gradually sliding off to the east and by tomorrow it sort of starts to lose its grip on us, but it's been uh, pushing cold air into North Carolina and it's rotating disturbances around it, kind of like a pinwheel. So one of those comes swinging through today with an isolated shower. This high pressure system starts to build in behind it and we'll begin to see warming temperatures and uh, and the winds will begin to diminish as well starting tomorrow. So this morning we're mostly clear. We do. We had some cloud cover down in some spots this morning. At lunchtime, it may be a bit cloudy with a quick little shower that rolls through. Most of us won't see that. It's more likely north and east of the triangle area and then at five o'clock lots of sunshine again maybe just a quick little shower during the uh, uh, during the evening our next system of course rolls in on saturday the amount of rain is trending a little bit lighter not likely to have thunderstorms with this and the trend is the heaviest rain could be more to the south so here's a look at futurecast friday at five o'clock we are still dry if you're headed out for uh, so many festivals going on cinco de mayo on friday we're looking at uh, uh, futurecast in the morning it looks dry on Saturday. This is great news at 8 o'clock. If we can trend, continue to trend this way, of course, we have the race for the Q.
Cure. We are a proud partner for Race for the Cure. It could be dry. It could be later in the afternoon that we see more rain, and a lot of that could be in our southern county. So if you're in Fayetteville or down into the Sandhills, it could be a little wetter there on Saturday. On Sunday, we're beginning to see an isolated shower start to pop up, so we added a 20% chance of a shower on Sunday. So plan for some weekend rain still. A lot of it may be south and southwest of the Triangle, still even a 50% chance up there, and then we added that 20% chance for Sunday as uh, the models are trending slightly wetter on Sunday. But hoping the Komen Race for the Cure stays dry right now. If we're just looking at that one computer model, it should stay dry in the morning, and then closer to lunchtime, we'll have a chance of a shower. Temperatures are going to be cool on Saturday. We still have high tree pollen, um, and of course, that may come down a little bit over the weekend, too. So we're looking at a couple of cool mornings. Saturday's high just 64, but after that, we could climb into the 70s and then to 80 degrees on Tuesday. Brian, do you know which, how many weekends in a row if we see rain this weekend it is? This will be nine, yes. right? Nine. Ding, ding, ding. I pay you attention to what you're saying. Yes, indeed. <laughs> 621 right now. And we are following some delays on 40 eastbound with this breaking news in Garner, between Raleigh and Garner, with this crash on 40 eastbound just before you get to Jones Sausage Road. Live pictures from the scene show that, that investigation continues. Naya Harden is out there, and she's gathering new information. We'll have an update from her coming up at 630. Three right lanes blocked right now. Seeing a little bit of a delay as you head through that area. As we take a look at our sensor readings through there, we're measuring about a one-minute slowdown. So not talking about huge backups, but as traffic volume builds, we could see more significant delays. Consider using Business 70 as a good alternate route to get around that scene this morning. Around the rest of the triangle, we're looking good on our major routes. All quiet right now in Durham and Chapel Hill. Thanks, Brian. More people will head outside with warmer weather on the way, but so will some unwelcome critters. Mm. Yeah, we're talking about snakes. Look at this. Wildlife officials, what they're saying right now about what you should do if you spot one when you're out and about. First, here's a look at your winning lottery numbers. We'll be back with What's Trending. What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. The North Carolina Strawberry Festival is officially underway. And Brian Schrader loves a good festival. He's here now with What's <laughs> Trending, Brian. Especially if it involves strawberries. Yeah. Uh, this is an annual festival that takes place in Chadburn, which is the strawberry capital of the world, just outside of our viewing area. You'll find all things strawberry, one of the state's biggest agricultural exports. Uh, also, there's a strawberry festival scholarship pageant, and people in Chadburn are preparing for a busy week. This runs all the way through Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday, they have the Strawberry Festival Parade, and they also have a strawberry spitting contest. <laughs> so if you'd like to go to this, it's just a two-hour drive south of Raleigh, west of Wilmington, and Chadburn. Yeah. Why would you spit strawberries? Yeah, it's yeah. watermelon yeah. seeds, I would think, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Anyhow, a man in Washington State was in the right place at the right time to rescue this little baby bear. He was walking and found this cub, and he says he waited a day to see if Mama Bear would come along and scoop him up. But the next day, he heard those cries again and found the cub unattended. So now that little baby bear is at an animal shelter and going to be with him for about a year to be nursed back to health. Oh, just clinging to his leg Aww. right there. I think he probably did the right thing, waiting it out. You know, little cubs like that, usually not far from mama bear. Uh, but this one didn't show up, so did the right thing, got it to safety.
They're so cute and precious when they're little, yes. and then they get really big. Right. <laughs> Brian, thanks for that. Also, if you're headed out for your morning walk or run or just some exercise somewhere, the NC Wildlife Resources Commission warns you to be aware of snakes. The weather is warming up. They're coming out. Now's the time we can start seeing them more along trails, in our yards, places like that. And they say, don't be alarmed by it. Just give the snakes some room. And definitely don't kill them. I mean, if you see a pine snake or a, or a black snake, a uh, rattlesnake, you want to take a picture of it, copperhead, take a picture of it and report it. You can report the sightings to the email on your screen. And for a detailed breakdown of what snakes you might want to watch out for, check out the web store and WRL.com. Lawmakers will meet today to discuss a new bill that's causing a lot of pushback and rallies across the state. Just ahead, I'll explain the new restrictions in this abortion bill. And happening right now, you're taking a look as investigators are on I-40 in Raleigh. They are taking a look at a crash that happened this morning. Coming up, we're going to tell you the latest information we have. 